Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey guys, I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. Hello. (laughs) Didn't we already say hello? All right, we'll cut that part. (laughs) Sierra's like, oh, I'm anxious. Please don't include this. The last time we did this, Shane was like, oh, it just sounded so natural. And you guys started talking. And now I'm just like, (laughs) what do we do? I don't know. Okay. I feel like... um, Oh my gosh, do you think we're going to have any clickety-clack moments? I don't know. Now that he's just like... He's so docile. Yeah, he... Well, we gave him a Claritin. Did you? <laughs> yes. Can you do that with dogs? Yeah. Oh. I don't think we should have given him a whole Claritin, but <laughs> you live and you learn. <laughs> Peta, please don't come for me. Uh, we, we're learning. We, we're going to give him half a one next time. Is he um, have allergies? Yes. To grass? This time... Well, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I didn't like, do the little. Or? <laughs> I didn't do the little shot test on his back to see what <laughs> raised up. <laughs> but this time of year, every year he gets like hot spots. Ah, uh-huh. where he just like licks his shit raw. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, so his one little paw has like a a little spot ski. Well, I only asked because um, my I think it was my mom's dog had like a rash all on his belly because anytime he laid in the grass, he was mm. allergic to grass and that's all they found out that's like the worst thing for a dog to be allergic to i know but have you met my mom's dog he's more of a cat (laughs) i i thought it was a fox the first time i saw it i was like what is this thing um hey guys uh this episode we're calling hey ladies (laughs) 
Okay, now ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like our Dear Abby thing. Yeah. Um, we had someone reach out to us. Um, they sent an article and they were like, hey, this is happening in Massachusetts. I want to know what your thoughts are. This kind of seemed like up your alley. And so I didn't know if we could create an entire episode based on that, that one yeah. thing. But I thought... I wonder if other people come across stuff and are like, I want to know your thoughts on it. <laughs> you know who I want to hear <laughs> talk, ramble about this shit for an yeah. hour? You don't know whose brain I want this to be in. I was going to say fermented, but I knew that <laughs> yeah. wasn't the right word. I don't know. I, I didn't have a direction, so that could have been fine. Um, the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> ladies and tangents. So here we are. So that's how this was born. Um, <laughs> this is like our version of Dear Abby, which do people know about Dear Abby? I feel like that was a thing when we were real young and then newspapers stopped being a thing, but still are made. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Newspapers became news just like internets. Yeah. Just like blogs. But you got to subscribe. I know, which, oh my God, does that piss me off when I go to open something and I just want to read a quick link. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, nope, no further, unless you subscribe. I'm like, that's fine. I have Google. I'll figure this shit out. I'll need your article. Yeah, I will find a way. Thank you. <laughs> you pretentious ass. Yeah. <laughs> we give our content for free. Yeah, so, so rude. Why can't you? That's all I'm saying. Um. Oh, speaking of like things that were normal for us as children but aren't normal now, um, one, after our last week's episode about millennials, someone sent us <laughs> a TikTok and it was referencing millennials and how, and like checkbooks. Okay. Which, did you watch it? No. I'm just see. I'm, I'm following your train. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, the girl in the TikTok was talking about how millennials are in this really weird place because they were raised by either boomers or Gen Xers who either created the edibles or did a lot of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, true. so they have no idea what's going on <laughs> because that's their parents. And then we grew up kind of like we said in a time where technology like boomed really, really quickly. Yeah. You were balancing check books and then all of a sudden we had online banking that's what she said and yeah. she was like we literally learned how to write checks and then never used it ever <laughs> had to write a check and i remember i took pre-calc my junior year and then my senior year i was like yeah i'm not taking calculus i'm gonna take no. transition to college math yep and for like half the year i think i was in that with you maybe probably i started taking really the dumb classes <laughs> towards the end. I just was giving myself a freaking so break. That's what okay? I, my whole senior year was a break to myself. Yeah. We I'd taken enough it. college prep courses yes. for someone who then didn't go to college. <laughs> I, I thought, was prepped though. Yeah, I was. Um, but yeah, they said uh, we spent like half of that class learning how to balance a checkbook and yeah. how to write a check. Yep. And All of it. When uh, The other day. The other day. <laughs> At least six months ago, yeah, <laughs> I was at um, I almost said school. I was at work, and my boss, I was there. They were bringing the liquor order in, and he was like, "Here, here's how much it's going to be. Here's my checkbook thing. Yeah. Write them a check." Um, I already signed it. 
whatever they give you that has a statement on it, just write it. And as soon as he left, I was like, okay, cool. And like, I came and I went to write it out and I was like, um, <laughs> I was like, please don't make fun of me because I'm a millennial and I know this is a big joke. I don't know how to write this. <laughs> I had to call Michelle over. Michelle is in her forties, I think forties. Yeah. And safely a Gen X. I was like, Michelle, please come help me write a check <laughs> and never talk about this moment again. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put it on my podcast, <laughs> but you don't tell anyone. I was like, well, I know how to write two and how many or how many, <laughs> how much, <laughs> how many's. <laughs> but like, I was like, where do, what do I write in this memo space? <laughs> I'm so confused. Beer. <laughs> yeah drinkies so that was embarrassing but i'm like i've never had to deal with this ever even when i did rent i've been a server so yeah. i've always made i paid rent in cash every single time do you have to write the amount when you write out the number yeah. in cursive oh i did not <laughs> well, i hope not i don't know why in my head at some point someone said you had I hope not. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone gives a shit anymore. No, nobody. Everybody's just like, yeah, yeah. Put money on there. Just yeah. put monies. There's, <laughs> give me the monies. There's a uh, this whole like thing that's going on about cashless, a oh. cashless society, which I don't know dick about. So, so like, I can't it. even talk about it. But um, I, I there's a lot of things that I think are happening right now that I think are distractions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're going to maybe get into that later. Yeah. But uh, anyway, this is our Dear Abby thing. <laughs> oh, another another thing that was like um, our life normal for us growing up, but not normal. There was another TikTok. My God, stop sending me TikToks, <laughs> people. But please do. Because um, I love them. They, were, they went up to their mom and they were like, mom, if you were going to make a phone call what would you do oh me and noah watched that and i asked him and he did the hand thing he did yes. okay so for those of you who haven't seen it this person went up to their mom and was like if you were going to make a phone call what would you do to gesture it and they made how would you describe how my hand is right now you uh, put your pinky like, out and your thumb out yep and then you put it up to your ear like the cowabunga dude yep symbol <laughs> yeah. and then you put it up to your I'm gonna head. go call somebody. Yeah, like and it's always it was a shake too. I'm gonna go. Yeah, like your thumb is the ear part, like the listening part, and your pinky is the mouth the, hole. Yeah, the <laughs> the microphone. Yeah, and we're both just like holding our hands like this <laughs> at each other. <laughs> like we're we on a really comfy setup right now. Oh we yeah, we brought a couch down here, so we were like facing each other, legs out, oh, blanket over <laughs> us. But it is very weird that yeah, we're like, just staring at each other with our hands up to our heads. Like, my feet are by Sierra's hips, yep. her feet are by mine. <laughs> we're sharing a blanket. It's very nice. We, you know what? If we thought we had reached maximum comfort before this, this they, it, there was nothing. Brava. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he went to his little sister then. And said, how would you gesture making a phone call? And she held her hand up. Like a flat hand. Yeah, like you're about to bitch high slap someone. Oh, I was going for high fives. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then die bitch slap. Yeah. Five. <laughs> but then she put her whole hand up to her head. And I was yeah. like, what kind of dumbass shit is that? <laughs> then I asked my son and that's what he did. And I was like, who is raising you guys? 
You had to smack his stupid yeah. hand. I was like, you don't ever do that again. You do this or you don't do anything. You do cowabunga. <laughs> but yeah. it was weird. And I want to know. I want to know the psychology behind that. Yeah, that's so because bizarre. we all have flat phones now as opposed to like the the flippy the ones banana or... looking ones yeah. that, we used to, that we grew yeah. up having. Well, did you hear some kid was like, why do you say hang up? What? <laughs> Think about it. The reason we said hang up is because you physically used to, to have to put the phone back on the receiver. Wow. Is it called the receiver or is the phone the receiver? What's the other end then? <laughs> is that the phone? Is this the chicken or the egg situation? <laughs> which part's the phone and which is the receiver? Oh. I don't Okay. I don't know. It's been too long. <laughs> this is our first dear happy question. We're asking it of ourselves. <laughs> We're already off to a horrible start. <laughs> so none of your questions are, are gonna, gonna get, get answered. answered. No. <laughs> um Okay. We're gonna start we've got like I don't know. I didn't count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um Eight, nine. I think we've got like ten. Okay, ten ish. It's gonna 12. be a long episode. <laughs> I don't think no, because one of them we can just do real fast. Do you pee on the poop or poop on the pee? I think we've already said this. You pee on the poop. <laughs> you pee on the poop. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Um, I actually because we did kind of discuss it the one time, and I was yeah when I told my poop in the closet story, and I was back backwards and forwards about it, but I pooped the other day and made sure <laughs> definitely. Did peeled. you think about that conversation when you did it? <laughs> because as I was doing it, I dry pooped, and then after I hit it with a, the gold shower, <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. Two drops this time. (laughs) Got it. Um, Also, I wish I would have started that question with, Dear Abby, do you pee on the poop or poop on the pee? (laughs) Could you imagine that being written in an article and published in the paper? And Abby's like, thank you for writing in. (laughs) Yeah, she always had to do like a 10 minute warm up before she answered the fucking question. I'm like, we get it, Abby. That's probably why the bloggers these days tell you but I'm, I just want to learn how to make enchiladas. <laughs> I don't need to know about your crisp fall morning. <laughs> so someone uh, replied to my story with Ollie and they went, Bebe. <laughs> I was like, yes. Thank makes, you so much. I was just swallowing water. I almost choked. That makes me so happy. <laughs> uh, okay. So here is a like an actual, I feel like, Dear Abby question. Okay. Hey, ladies. I'm just going to start them with that (laughs) even though that's not how any of them start (laughs) i just moved in with my boyfriend any tips on how to make that a positive experience i'm hard to live with do you want to go first i will my i have so many um further questions for you because my issue that's not what this is i know (laughs) it's not okay i have always been okay living with men but i hate living with women and I don't know why. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm the one that's hard to live with. And men are just more easygoing, which is why they don't care. And yeah. so it's been easier. But I've never liked hanging out with women. Or I'm sorry, living with <laughs> Does that answer your question? I know. I'm just staring at you like, they get out of my house. <laughs> oh, no. I love hanging out with them. I just can't live with them. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I think it's because I'm messy. Okay, and my problem is that men 
don't give a shit if you're messy. If you live with most men that I've lived with, this is two men. Okay. Well, so but I don't. What? But I don't know if they're messy or if they're clean. My thing is not even just about genders. It's more like, are you a clean person living with another clean person? I think you'll be okay. Yeah. If you're a messy person and you're living with a messy person, you're probably going to be okay. If you are a clean neurotic freak about things yeah. and you're living with a big fat slob that's me yeah then it's not going to go well because i always had issues and i was like don't tell me what to do mom and it's like my roommate she's downstairs she's like <laughs> do the fucking dishes yeah i again i don't know if that answered the question but <laughs> i don't think it did I you you go it did at all okay um so I think now I'm talking to you as well. <laughs> Could you? <laughs> You've been living with Corey with for like two years. I know. Okay, Th- almost three. Um, he. Uh, I'm trying to think about when Shane and I first moved in together. We were living in my parents' basement, and we were living in one room. Oh my god! So I mean, technically, it was one big room because there was like the bar kitchen area and then like what we had turned into our bedroom area but there was no there was no escaping each other right so we kind of had to establish our own boundaries because we didn't have physical boundaries yeah and we also learned what each other was good at this is kind of what you i think we're getting at when you were saying clean versus messy i I just had a thought to finish my thought so i'm just going all i would say my advice would be have a discussion up front about what your expectations are when it comes to house things cleanliness being one of them if you are i like the toilet seat up or down yeah if you are somebody who likes to clean like me and my boyfriend have it down okay i or i cook and that's fine a lot of times after i cook he'll do the dishes and i freaking hate doing the dishes he does the dishes i do the laundry he hates doing the laundry little things like that that is such that's exactly where i was going that's way better than how you started (laughs) well i kind of had the thought process and then i was like what was the question again (laughs) first i was like i am concerned for your living Just in general. How, how are you right now? But okay, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Understanding who you are as a person and how you like to live. Mm-hmm. And also, I think the difference between living with a roommate and living with a partner yeah. is you are coming at things as a team and not as like mine and yours. That might have been the other reason when I say that I've, I think if I lived with a man who wasn't my boyfriend or whatever at the time um it would have been different but i think there was it yeah there's a level of like we'll do this together because whatever whereas when your roommate situation it's like it's your turn to do this or blah blah whatever right or don't touch my my grapes yes yes and that Um, is harder i feel like this is go against like everything in my feminist body to say but (laughs) in a relationship for me i feel called to serve my husband now i don't think i'm the only one who's supposed to serve yeah shane also feels he is supposed to serve me and so when you i think when we moved in together um we had this mentality like okay what are things you hate to do yeah. 
What are things you don't mind doing? I can't cook for shit. Shane loves cooking. So Shane does all the cooking. I will do the dishes. Yeah. Um, Shane doesn't know how to fold laundry. (laughs) Neither does Corey. So that doesn't surprise me. And, and I think he could, if he tried, but I'm a, I'm a control freak. Me too. So I need it it done. Laundry. Yes. I need it done a certain way. I need it put Put away away a certain way. way. Me too. And again, he's tried to put my clothes away and I'm like, don't touch my shit. (laughs) Shane just tried the other day and I opened my drawer and there was just like a multitude of things in there. And I just looked at him and started laughing. I'm like you, what did you do here? All of the clothes I had laid out that needed hung. He then just put in a basket because he assumed they were dirty. And I'm like, these are all clean. And then I told him these are all clean. And then I came home and there were dirty clothes on top of those clothes. And I'm like, find a different basket. Um, But yeah, I guess what I'm saying is communication, communicate, find ways to serve each other and work as a team and don't take things personal and give yourself a grace period because yeah. it will not be perfect right off the bat. There are yeah. going to, that's with living with anybody. I think there are going to be things that you're like, why do you do this that way? There are things that Corey does. His biggest thing that drives me insane. First of all, sleeping on the couch. I think we talked yeah. about this, but he'll come home from work and our, he goes into the laundry room or not the laundry room i'm sorry he goes into our bathroom to take a shower normally and he'll take his clothes off whatever i don't know if then afterwards he puts socks on with the clothes he changes into yeah but he'll put all his dirty clothes into the laundry basket and then later on i will just find socks on the floor in the living room why the fuck are they there (laughs) you couldn't have walked five steps to go put them in the hamper and and then if i don't do it right away there will be like 10 pairs of socks on the floor in the living room room yeah. and they get pushed under the couch then we have mismatched socks it drives me insane however this question just turned into like <laughs> i know i'll stop after this. what are some annoying things our partners do no i swear but all i was gonna say is and now at first that used to drive me insane now i come down i just know they're gonna be there that's like my thing in the morning i'll just pick his socks up and go through yeah. them it's not even worth yeah. arguing uh, it's about. like kind of like picking your battles yeah um because shane will do that with pop cans mm. so he will he le- does that too <laughs> <laughs> he'll like leave pop cans either next to the bed or um if he does remember not to keep them next to the bed because ollie will run in our room and then go straight for them mm-hmm. and there's been one too many dumpings um <laughs> <laughs> but i said word so funny i don't know <laughs> that whole <laughs> phrase i was like don't laugh you're not 12 anymore <laughs> One too many dumpings. dumpings. (laughs) So Shane will like take it to the kitchen, Mm -hmm. but like just set it in the sink, (laughs) which is right next to the trash can. (laughs) And like there's still liquid in it. Dump it down the sink. (laughs) Just dump it down the sink and then put it in there. And, you know, maybe the fact that I'm bringing it up with such gusto (laughs) means I do care, but... (laughs) I act like I don't. It's really not that big of a deal. You yeah. don't pick that battle. Right. Because But you know that he's gonna listen to this <laughs> subtly. I see what you're doing. He was doing really well for a really long time. Yeah. But you know. We all fall out of our habits. Just you know what? We don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Prayer. What we're finding out from this is that we're also hard to live with. So um, you know, just just thoughts and prayers. Yeah, 100%. <laughs>
That's the best advice we can give you. Good luck. I don't know why we thought we could give advice <laughs> yeah, about what, anything. What are we doing? I don't know. Okay. Sweat. Okay. Hey, ladies. Oh, sorry. I forgot. Hey, ladies. Sweat. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Okay. Tips and tricks for dealing with it. I actually have one coming as an esthetician. For real. Oh, cool. So for underarms, because sweat, I'm like, I don't know. I don't really sweat. Yeah. Okay. So I just got something that's supposed to help. Okay. So the reason I just started using glycolic acid on my face, it's supposed to help scarring and pigmentation issues. Yeah. You can also use it on your underarms if you have like darker underarms, which some women get. Yeah. I do all the time. I could literally shave tomorrow. It still looks like I have stubble just because it's like, whatever. It's very annoying. Is it like hyperpigmentation? Yes. That's got what it, it is. So it's supposed to lighten that. But also another benefit that I'm realizing is you don't sweat as much if you use glycolic acid. And there's probably a reason scientifically. I don't know it off the top of my head, but I've heard people say that they don't use deodorant anymore even because they just swipe it right when they get out of the shower with glycolic acid. Oh my gosh. I have not gotten to that point where I won't use deodorant, but I have noticed a difference in sweating. I've heard people got Botox to help. Botox helps too. I think there is something in the chemicals in both of like acids. Well, I think the Botox... um, It doesn't it... What it's supposed to do is it like um, paralyzes your... Your glands. Yeah, because it when you get in in your face, it like paralyzes those nerves so your wrinkles yeah. don't happen or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, same thing. So Sorry, I got really intrigued feeling my armpits <laughs> I there. I was like, is that stubble? What is that? So glycolic acid, um, if you want cheap glycolic acid, I recommend The Ordinary. Is The Ordinary is a great brand. Yeah, I almost all of my face stuff now is from The Ordinary. I, I love, love it. it. Yeah. When I was pregnant last time with Ollie and this time with Forrest, I will get this like weird patch above my eyebrow. It's mm-hmm. almost like psoriasis a little bit. And The Origin... Ordinary. Ordinary. <laughs> ordinary, sorry. <laughs> or no, maybe mine's Origin. What is, what is the... What is it? It's like a... It's a cannabis um soothing mask that might be the or i know origin because i don't think that might be origin either one are good the hmm. ordinary they sell it at ulta though but i get it online but it is super cheap Wait, i got which like one a, are you talking about the ordinary okay <laughs> uh, because the one i'm talking about you can get off at ulta oh really yeah yeah so the bottle of glycolic acid is like a big squeeze bottle and it was only like nine bucks i think nine or ten dollars so definitely go check that out if other than that i don't know i know they have prescription strength deodorant um i am not somebody who is well endowed in my booby area (laughs) so i've never had to deal with that but i know a lot of women sweat under there but if you just give that a quick swipe (laughs) i think that helps too oh my gosh um i've been using natural deodorant is it, oh yeah, that lime, the bergamot. Oh yeah, but I I started using a different one because yeah, my like hormones, they started reacting mm-hmm. to that one. So I use um, native now, and it's good. But I it, it's not like slidey and glidey like normal deodorant. Yeah. And these thighs, they're <laughs> chafing. <laughs> okay, so. Before a wedding the other day, which like I'm very limited in clothes that I can wear. Right. Um, because all of my maternity clothes are for like winter. winter. Yeah. So I had a dress on for a wedding and I 
<laughs> put Shane's deodorant between my legs. <laughs> and I went to him and I was like, listen, if later, you know, my crotch smells like man. <laughs> <laughs> It's your deodorant. <laughs> Don't okay. get weird. About it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, so there's that. That's all I got for you. I have nothing yeah. to add because, yeah, mine was Origins. But I know that Origins is good too. And the, I think the reason is that they both are. Um, I know that the ordinary is not like natural, but it's more concentrated. Yeah. Less fillers. Yes. It's yes, important. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't sweat that much. I know that Shane like does. Let me just air his <laughs> shit <Get> out. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, well, he'll just be sitting there. Won't even be doing anything. And he's like, I feel it dripping down my body. He has to use like clinical strength shit. And I'm like, I'm I don't. Sorry, that's not funny, but. <laughs> I don't sweat a lot either, so I can't really. Yeah, I, I was just saying this to someone. I don't remember. I could play an entire basketball game, four quarters, like the entire time. And oh, see, if I I'm would, working out, I do. I would just get sticky. Yeah, no, not me. I wouldn't drip. And you now, know where it happens? On my lower back. Ooh, I used to have girls at work feel, I was like, feel my lower back. And they're like, it, there's a puddle. <laughs> it's now, disgusting. My clothes, especially now that I'm pregnant, like you'll see a line. Yeah. But like, it's just because I got moist there. It wasn't because I was like pooling. Sure. Um, but I I had this like itch under my boob and I lifted her up and I looked underneath and there was like a little mark there and it has been getting sweaty because my boobs have gotten bigger and it's very hot outside. It's and so I look at Shane and I'm like, what is this? Do I have athlete's boob? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. So maybe I need to wipe some glycolic acid under my <laughs> boobs. <laughs> Try that. I don't know. Um, do you? Th oh, hey, ladies. Oh, shit. I'm, no I'm not going <laughs> to do that for any of them. Hey, ladies. <laughs> you know what would be so funny? <laughs> Is if Shane added like that one part in front of all <laughs> just like there was a pause and then like some kind of music that was just like Doo -doo 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 -doo. hey ladies <laughs> almost like did you ever listen to delilah yes delilah <laughs> love someone tonight she would like read letters and i was like wow this is so soothing yeah um that's the first time i heard butterfly kisses oh my god and uh luther vandross dance with my father again yeah what a tearjerker. <laughs> anyway, hey ladies. Do you think COVID-19 will exist in the Grey's Anatomy universe? Oh my god. I until this question I had never thought about it. But I Oh, you haven't? No. But it has to. Yeah. Absolutely it has to. Yeah. You know what? They're probably gonna throw so much shade at the people who aren't listening to doctors. I hope so. I guarantee it. I hope so. Oh, I Shonda wait. Rhimes pulls no punches. Yeah. Like she goes after people. Yes. Oh my god, I hope so. Everything controversial she talks about. I wonder about. why they haven't already. Like freaking I write that shit in. <laughs> because they're not allowed to Hollywood's not allowed to do shit right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's <laughs> Everything's <why>. closed down. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I forget about the world we're living in because <sighs> I try to escape in my mind. I was driving home from a session yesterday and I looked and I was, I saw off the side of the road that like 
TGI Fridays was packed, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Why? TGI <laughs> Fridays is not worth me risking no, my life. No, absolutely. Anywhere else. <laughs> not TGI Fridays. <laughs> Why? And then I look, and the this Regal Theater... Hold on real quick. And not to mention, I just want to say there were so many people that were like, open up economies, small business owners. And then how many people are going to small business? It's fine. You know what? Yeah. But no. fucking, I'm glad you guys can get your Applebee's chilies. is not a small business. <laughs> no. Chili's though, man. I freaking miss Chili's. <laughs> but right after TJ Friday's was a movie theater and it was a ghost town. What? They're not open. Oh, wow. That's so weird. So it was just so bizarre. It was like... It was on when I when one I express shock with things like this. It's because I legitimately don't ever leave my house. Yeah, like, same. So when people are telling me this, I'm like, is this still going on? I'm just not leaving. I assume that it is. Yeah. But I try to shut myself away. I haven't been to a world. restaurant. I have. I mean, we've ordered in, but like, I went to a restaurant and sat outside. I haven't even done that. Yeah. Um, I've gone to the grocery store maybe once. Oh, I go to the grocery store still, but well, mask Shane on goes. Yeah. the grocery store for us but i do try to do um, you do the pickup pickup yeah as much as possible it was just weird for me to see a, a establishment one that looked, booming yeah that looked like seemingly nothing was going on yeah just com- adjacent to something that was a total reminder of the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic and yeah. it was almost like i was viewing two different sides of like the population <laughs> yeah for real it's very weird because the, it feels that kind of like split and polarizing but yeah i feel like when hollywood is able to resume creating this is wow. gonna be <laughs> that was quite the burp i just had <laughs> sorry it's <laughs> okay i was just gonna say this is probably gonna be oh huge for a lot of things COVID's gonna be on there the Black Lives Matter movement is going to be on there. There's probably going to be some kind of police brutality episode. Oh, yeah. Um, there's going to be... This is what I'm, I'm calling. This is like... I'm going to call the next season, I guess. <sighs> um, Shit. I said all my stuff before. There's got to be something else that happens. What else has been happening? I don't know. All right. Well. <laughs> I don't know. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm -hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing Mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options for everyone and this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like. Or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, I, I don't think that's for me. But there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to 
N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code TANGENTS20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code TANGENTS20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. What is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One flex disc can be worn for up to 12 hours and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets love that for me. <laughs> flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So, they are planet-friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it and you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons i really truly believe that well this beginner is grateful for that <laughs> yes it's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years so say goodbye to cramps put sex back on the table and lend mother nature a hand go to flexfits.com tangents and use code tangents for 20 percent off flex disc starter kits or 10 percent off your first flex cup plus you get free u.s shipping that's code tangents at flex, F-L-E-X, fits.com slash tangents. 
Those are the two things that I know are like <laughs> big. Yeah. We don't leave people when we tell yeah. you. Hmm. Wow. I was going to call a whole season and I'm like two episodes. That's all they're going to get because then the, the hospital's got to shut itself down. Yeah. There's going to be probably. Yeah. The with the shutdowns and then how. Yeah. 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 The workers. Probably some kind of mental health. Yeah. For sure. Situation. Yeah. As well. Which is important. I don't know. I'm not Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> I don't know anything. Um, hey, ladies. Does anyone use a personal cleanser for down there oh. or just me? Oh. All right, men. Shut your ear holes <laughs> down. Because we're going to talk for jingles. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah, our jingles probably... <laughs> <laughs> need, need different care than their vajangles. <laughs> right. Vajangles. Well, this is what I was going to say. I don't know if a man or woman wrote this. Woman. Okay. Um, ladies, don't use anything that is deodorized. Like, um, what's that o- called? Scented. Scented. <laughs> Odored. <laughs> I was going to say odorized. I was like, I feel like that's not right. Do well, not why use isn't any- it. Deodorized is a thing. What yeah, why is, is it odorized? <laughs> you know what? Hold on. I'm going to tangent off okay. of this for just a minute. Did you know that they just put irregardless in the Webster? Yes. I'm fuming still about it. Yes. Corey's like, out of everything that's happened in 2020, Sierra, I just found your, the pinnacle that's going to send you <laughs> over the edge. And he showed it to me and I like flipped my fucking chair. I was like, that's it. I, I can't take any more. It is already, regardless, is already without regard. Right. If you put irregard, it's without regard, without regard. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any, it's without irregard. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Oh, okay. Anyways, what was the question? Oh, yeah. Down there. Vajingles. Got it. <laughs> Don't. Okay, ladies, your vagina is self-cleansing, okay? You don't have to put anything up in there. Please don't. It messes with your pH. You will get bacterial vaginitis or vaginosis. BV. I know that. You're saying words and I'm just like, I'm learning. (laughs) Yeah, you will get that. I haven't done shit down there. Yeah, that's fine. I can't see it. That's fine. That's actually better. If you talk to any kind of You hear that, everyone who wants to judge me for shower? Once or twice a week. <laughs> well, you need to up your vajingle. <laughs> but you can wash around you it. You said it's self cleansing. No, no, no. Just inside it. You can wash around it. <laughs> don't. I don't like the gesture <laughs> shirt, too. They can't see you, but I can. I, I agree. That was aggressive, and I apologize. <laughs> don't put anything up in there, ladies. And don't let men tell you that it's supposed to smell like flowers or nothing <laughs> because they all have a smell and yeah. it's fine. Shrimp is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> if it smells like red lobster, you might have VV. And that is an issue. <laughs> so I apologize, but. Ugh. But we we are. Are you trying to tell me I'm not the catch of the day? <laughs> <laughs> you my little strip come on. <laughs> I would gross myself out. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so that's all I have for you. But yeah, you can wash around it. You don't really need anything. Here's here's my biggest thing. I get so freaking pissed when I see like, <laughs> what are those things the called? The passion you have for this question is just admirable. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I just, I'm really upset at what we were and were not taught in sex ed when it comes to our 
lady bits because I we weren't I, so I'm annoyed many things, that we were taught like basically nothing. Here's the thing I'm going to rant about. Sorry again, men, if you don't want to hear about it, turn away. Ladies, if you are changing at the end of the day and there's stuff in your underwear, that is normal. Yeah. It's okay. Yes. The fact that men shame <laughs> us. Imagine taking my pants <laughs> off and finding a shrimp. <laughs> like, okay, what I mean is there's going to be like. <laughs> Whatever. I always you that, like, know what we're talking about. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I always thought the discharge was abnormal. It's so normal. No, it's it's the most normal. Yeah, it's the most normal yeah. that your vagina can be. If you don't have it, you need to see a doctor. So yeah. for men to be like, ew, can you imagine? <laughs> you go in there and your underpants are sunny side up, <laughs> and they have something to say about it. Kick their ass to the curb or educate them, ladies, because yeah. they don't know basic health and neither did we and so i've learned a lot about it because i refuse to be whatever you know what shamed i'm not gonna be shamed anymore so if there's like certain products that are like specifically for women's needs those are bullshit and you're paying more for something that regular soap and water could do soap and water is fine use a soap that's unscented dial gold is fine or like a body soap that's unscented to wash around there never go inside of it you are being told that your vagina is unhealthy by people who want to profit off you and you don't need to be okay (laughs) i don't have anything else to add (laughs) because we just learned i don't ever bathe so (laughs) that's fine although i do want to know yeah um i used to have to test the ph in my parents pool yeah i they used to just like uh put a tablet in there and (laughs) then like depending on the color it turned oh do you think that would work up in there (laughs) i feel like probably not (laughs) probably not be careful yeah Some of your vajingles are going to be a lot more sensitive. That's also why I say don't use any scented. Like I have used scented stuff for way before I knew about that. Never had a problem. My other friend. Even like just normal body wash that's scented. Some people even say you don't like you can use soap around it. But like hot water is just fine. Yeah. It cleans. It's not scalding. Not scalding. (laughs) Don't burn it off. (laughs) Yeah. But. Oh my gosh. Did I ever tell you. I'm going to tell all of you this story now. I had an allergic reaction to a tampon before. What? I, that actually has happened. And I've, I'm reverting away from tampons because I don't trust them anymore. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> the just men. thinking of the men. I know. I just thought of them. So sorry. <laughs> but I like can't. I'm going to not be able to look at them at Christmas. <laughs> we probably won't go to Christmas. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be quarantine worse. Christmas. But, so. um, now I just thought about him texting me being like, hey, were you talking about me? And I'm going to be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Donnie, okay. <laughs> anyway, I used a tampon that I didn't know I was allergic to. Yeah. And um, I think it was like the Walmart brand Mm-mm. tampon. Yeah. And I had used Walmart brand. I think it's our family is the brand. Uh, shaving cream and I had an allergic reaction to it as well which I'm like what What is in your shaving cream that is also in your tampons (laughs) (laughs) I don't know Um, but that that worries me I know but my vagina swelled up like a balloon yeah that'll happen I was gonna say that but that was like I didn't want to put your shit on blast but you just put it yes it swelled up like a balloon (laughs) and I was like 
oh my gosh. How do I get this out? What did, what have I done? And at the time I was a virgin and like I hadn't had any, like no no one, she had not seen the light of day. (laughs) And so I'm like, did I, am I one of those girls who sat on a toilet seat and got something because (laughs) I'm about to be so pissed. (laughs) Hey, that's a myth too. You can't get herpes from a toilet seat. I know. I had to you explain so that to one things. of my guy friends oh my who's, God. who's like, my girlfriend said she got it. <laughs> she went to visit her friend in Texas and then she sat on a toilet seat at the airport. And I'm like, no. was his name John? Because <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it peeled. It was so oh weird. I think God. it like burned. Yeah. Well, that's what they say. That's why I'm going not doing those anymore because yeah. they say that there's like chemicals and shit in there yeah. which i never knew i always thought it was weird that they were scented i'm like that shouldn't be a thing yeah <laughs> i've been pregnant for like four years so i haven't <laughs> had to use them. Oh, oh okay hey ladies this one's specifically for you mm. how do you deal with your depression Ooh. how do you communicate it with Corey? see my first thought was to be like <laughs> denial <laughs> because that was how i used to deal with it i used yeah. to be like this is not happening it's fine um and my second thing is that i use humor as a way to deflect from it so i'm gonna try yeah. not to do that with this question. hard to do when we were just talking about my flaky vagina but that's fine <laughs> okay let's get real so now what i do i obviously talk about therapy a lot so i go to therapy pretty regularly or at least i try to it's hard nowadays but they also have like talk space apps and things like that if you need to um my biggest thing that i have taught myself to do is to acknowledge when a depressive episode is happening you cannot stop it it is chemicals in your brain so don't beat yourself up for it because what i was doing was i was beating myself up for laying around not doing anything um, not feeling motivated and then that would make it last longer yeah. and now I can it, it'll be maybe days as opposed to weeks or months that an episode will last because I I just look at them as sick days now and yeah. that's the best thing you can do when you have the flu are you like what a piece of shit I am for not going out and shoveling the driveway or whatever you know yeah. you're, not, you're not like I just imagined <laughs> there being the nothing in the driveway to shovel <laughs> Well, it's summer now, so that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a bad excuse. But I was thinking flu season. So. Yeah, but like you don't beat yourself up for not being able to go to work. Or I've had to call off before, and I felt like a piece of shit because I literally couldn't get out of bed. And I'm right. like, you know what? I'm sick. I am as sick as I would be right. if I had a cold. It's just in my brain instead of whatever. Right. So give yourself sick days. Um, Set yourself up some comfy, a comfy area to just lay around in. Watch a movie that makes you happy. Eat food that makes you happy. But don't binge it because that was a problem I had to. <laughs> um, keep like a, I keep like a backpack near my bed sometimes when I know one's coming on and I, I have like face wipes on there and deodorant and um, dry shampoo because a lot of times, you know, literally I won't feel like showering or doing anything. Yeah. And maybe this sounds gross to you guys, but this is real life. So I don't really care. Yeah. So things like that to make you not feel so miserable. Um, a brush because yeah. your hair will get tangled. 
Just doing some kind of self-care. Self-care, yeah. So things like that. When people are like, oh my God, you're depressed? Put on a face mask. It fix everything. Guess what? Sometimes you you literally can't even get out of bed. Yeah. Oh, keep snacks beside your bed so that you don't have to get up. Because a lot of times I wasn't eating or drinking. Water's important. Keep yourself hydrated. Yeah. Bottles of water by the bed is good too. Yeah, um, just like um, when you're when, when you're you have sick. the flu, yeah. like you have you know crackers and you need to stay hydrated. Keep yeah, I'm dead serious. Treat it like you would treat having the flu or breaking a bone, right. something like that. And that's how I treat it now, and it right. has helped immensely because then when it's over, I'm like, whoop, I'm better, and I can get yeah. out of bed and feel fine. And if you have to, I mean, I know people have kids and stuff. Do your best, but don't beat yourself up for not being, you know, if yeah. it has to be a day where you turn on cartoons for the kids the whole day or whatever, it happens. At least you're still there and you're around for them. Do you think it's helped? Because um, the second part of that was how do you communicate it with Corey? Like, do you think it's helped um, just acknowledging the fact that you are having a depressive episode. Yes. Or- so putting a name to it, because at first I didn't know. And I, then I would just be like, I'm lazy. And I would beat myself yeah. up, which would not. He never did it. But with other people I was with, then they would use that as an excuse to beat me up with it as well. Yeah. <laughs> Physically. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. What? Verbally. <laughs> what a but- metaphor. <laughs> But with Corey, okay, so one of the first things I did with Corey, because I started to go to therapy when we were together because of the whole um, relationship that I was leaving and depression and stuff. And my therapist gave me a pamphlet that was literally like dealing with a loved one who has depression and anxiety. And I gave it to him right off the bat and was like, will you read this? First thing he did read it that day and I don't know what was in it I didn't read it but whatever it was must have helped because he's a huge support for me when I'm going through it he never beats me up for it sometimes he'll try (laughs) to get like he never never beats beats me (laughs) that helps (laughs) that helps but like he doesn't you know he's not sitting there like oh my god the dishes need done there have been times where my house was a complete, like, looked like a tornado went through it. Yeah. And he was working full time, so he didn't really have time. But he never was like, hey, what what the fuck's going on with the house? Yeah. He just waits till it's over. And a lot of times he'll help me motivate myself then. Because I don't know if you get like this, whoever asked it. Yeah. Or if you even have depression or you just want to know. Yeah. But so a lot of people I know get, like, a big upswing after it. But those upswings are sometimes false. Yeah. So I try to get as much done during those and then just go lay it back down because it's yeah. not my fault if it wasn't real. Like it wasn't really over. Sometimes I'll just get a boost of like yeah, a short little bit of serotonin where I'm like happiness again. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, that's give give them room whoever your loved one is but also just explain it you have to put a name on it and it it helps it not be so scary treat it like you would any other illness seriously and tell your partner to do the same yeah almost like don't expect them to know what to do no you can't and that was the hard part with me i didn't expect him to all of a sudden be like i don't know he's a nurse so that helps too he does have like an empathetic like he wants to help people when they're feeling sick but i think me explaining it to him as like i'm sick Mm -hmm. instead of like I'm sad. Right. Then you're just like, well, stop being sad. Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes I'll be like, I'm sad. And then it's like, well, here, be happy. And I'm well, like, well, I was that way with Shane at first. Yeah. And you're like, no, physically, I'm, I have no serotonin in my brain right now. Like, yeah. I can't. But if you're like, I'm sick, it puts a whole different spin on it. Yeah. So that's my yeah. best advice. 
Um, hey, ladies. Jerry, tell us more poop stories. <laughs> See, I really get the hard-hitting ones. <laughs> See, I do? You got the, you got the like, deep, meaningful... Oh, the Tell questions. I then... thought you meant the hard-hitting poop story. No, <laughs> no. Um, I'm trying to think of any poop stories I haven't told you guys about. Have I told the homecoming one? I don't think you've told the homecoming one. <laughs> I know about that one, um, but I don't think you've I, told it. We've told the shit on my shit one. I've yeah. told the pooped in the closet. Yep. Um, I don't know if I've told the one. Uh, you I did tell the one about after you had your baby. Oh yeah, where I pooped, <laughs> pooped into in my your own hand. hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, I pooped myself at homecoming. That's the first time it happened. Okay, I was a junior. I had just started dating. I love this story. <laughs> I had just started dating this guy. We had been dating for like three days. Oh, and I didn't know it was that new. Oh yeah, it was French. <laughs> and um, we. First of all, he wanted... I feel like I've told this story. I don't think so. Did I not? I don't think so. Hmm. Well, here we go. <laughs> Buckle up, everybody. <laughs> so after dinner, where I had pasta and cheese, yeah. which... Dangerous. Yeah. Italian food for you is like a... Ugh. Oh, yeah. It was right through me. Yep. Um, But he wanted to take me to the highest, like... Point, point in town oh which God. is like not even that high yeah we're whatever. like we're in new philly go down <laughs> yeah it's like up on a hill <laughs> so he wanted to take me up there in between dinner and the dance mm. so he drives up there and we're up there for maybe two seconds and i'm like i have to pee <laughs> knowing full well that that, was that pee was coming from my butthole <laughs> okay so he drives to the speedway I run in, just, you know, <laughs> make that Speedway bathroom my bitch. <laughs> and I think, you know, we're good. Oh, so you made it the first time. Yeah. Wow. Go back into the car. Great. And remember the shit on my shit story. It's never just once <laughs> when it's like that. So I go back to the car and I tell him like, hey, Let's just go to the parking lot. The doors are going to open soon for the dance. Um, it, we can just wait there. Yeah. So he drives to the parking lot. Mistake number two was leaving your bathroom that you had right there. I know. I Well, we'll learn what a mistake <laughs> that was. So we're sitting in the parking lot, and I am trying to hold in gas like you would That is the believe. other worst part about that is, like, the toots that come with it. And then when you're in a fresh relationship and you can't, they're hot. They're, they're hot, hot toot. <laughs> hot toot, hot toot. <laughs> and so a girl who was, like, in our group comes over to the car, and I'm like, thank God. And I roll the window down and just let the hot toots out because in my mind, <laughs> then I go out the window and you can blame it on her. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. She comes up and she's like, you smell that? And I'm like, oh my God, I just farted now laughing. So sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I think it's coming from outside. I didn't smell it until I rolled the window down. Oh, like it's shit. that's gross. So and she's smart. like, "Yeah, it's smelling straight up sewage." And I'm like, "Ew, for sure. How romantic for this dance." <laughs> and uh, how funny that when you all got out and it was no longer there. 
Or when she's like, I walked all the way over here from my car and didn't smell it until I opened your hot box. But that's fine. So <laughs> she leaves. And I looked at him and I was like, you wouldn't believe it. I have to pee again. <laughs> and he's like, again? And I'm like, I had so much water at dinner. Like so much water. And he's like, okay, do you want me to come with you? And I'm like, no, God, no. <laughs> So I go in the back doors of our high school. I've heard this story before and I'm still crying. <laughs> you were like the, one of the first people who knew. It was so good. Okay. Um, I think you told me at that homecoming what happened. No, Oh, no. I didn't tell anyone at Oh, you homecoming. didn't? No, I, I told maybe, you in government like, class. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> when we were playing Uno. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because that's what we did in government class. And that's why we don't know shit about what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. So... When I went into the building at our old high school, there are two options from this door for me. I can either go. Are you going in the gym way or what are you going in the front I'm doors? going the back gym doors. Okay. Yes. So I can either go straight up the steps. Yep. Yep. And across the bleachers and then down the steps and then to where the bathroom is. Or I can go down the band hallway mm-hmm. so I don't have to go up the steps and then I can you know there. yeah more streamlined less yes. steps <laughs> yes those doors are locked no i have to use the steps <laughs> no so i climb these stairs oh my god and i don't know if you guys have ever climbed stairs when your butt is full of lava <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy it's not easy and so i make it to the top of the stairs and I have to cross. I have to cross the whole length of the gym oh to go my. down the set of stairs on the <laughs> other side. And as I'm crossing, no, by in front of the bleachers, a, a teacher stops me and she's like, "Jerry, oh my gosh, <laughs> no. look how pretty you are!" And I was like, "Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's homecoming, they all want to talk about how beautiful you look." Bah. Yep. Yep, I'm wearing a $7 dress from freaking <laughs> Deb or some shit. Uh, no, what was, um, shit, it was kind of like Deb. It was, uh, oh man, I forget what it was called. Doesn't matter. Really fluorescent-y looking in, when you went in there. Was it in our mall? Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I can't yes. think of it either. Beach Body is the name that's coming to my mind. I 100% know that that's not what it is. Body Central. <laughs> Body Central. Body Central yep. is what it was. I, wow. So close. Great job. Okay. <laughs> and it, just so, so you guys know what the dress looks like, okay? It's, <laughs> it's like midi, like tea length. Yeah. It's black with a white, white belt. Uh-huh. And it has tiny white polka dots toward the top of the waist. I think and I it, wore this dress of yours one time. You have. Yes. And then as it goes down, the polka dots get bigger. Yep. Very 50s. I wore giant earrings. Yep. You were you were very cute. I yeah, you know, it was seven dollars. Okay, anyway. So she stops me, tells me how beautiful I look. I am clenching my ass cheeks like I've never clenched them before. <laughs> and I get down the other side of the steps and I can see, I am like on the home stretch to this bathroom. Which by the way, I don't know if psychologically there is a name for that. But I yes. swear to God, when you could see the bathroom is when your ass, your like sphincter is like, we're done. <laughs> We've, We've made, made it. it. 
Yes. And you're like, no, you fucking haven't. <laughs> yeah. Slow down. And I am taking baby steps. <laughs> well, you can't run because. No, you can't do anything. But just clench and move like a penguin. Yes. <laughs> I was penguin walking. I was just like like Barbie. Yeah. You know when you tried to walk your Barbie? <laughs> How like her little legs? That's me. Okay. And I, I, I'm looking at the bathroom and I shit myself. <laughs> okay. And I remember the underwear I had on. They were blue. They kind of looked like tidy whiteies, but they were blue and also polka dotted because I'm a coordinated ass bitch. Okay? I coordinate my polka dots. And... So I just like look at the bathroom with such just like sadness in my face and I go in and I finish whatever was left in me (laughs) and then I dumped the underwear out. And at this point people are like, and you threw them away. I wish. (laughs) I wish. Um, No, I cleaned them. You can't go back with no underwear. Well, that's what I was afraid of. (laughs) I... I cleaned I cleaned them as best I could. <laughs> like um which you're probably like um so not at all basically. <laughs> and, and I put them back on for two reasons. One, I was convinced someone was going to find them and trace them back to you. Trace them back to me. I thought they were going to be like quick we need forensics on these. Or they were gonna like see that they had polka dots and see that I was wearing polka dots and like <laughs> connect the dots. And so I was like, I can't, I can't leave them here. They're gonna know. And then the other reason was because I was scared that someone was gonna like flip my dress up. Yes, and my whole butt was gonna show. <laughs> or, or worse. There'd be nothing to catch my third round of shit. <laughs> so I wore them and I didn't tell anyone and I didn't go home. <laughs> I wore them the entire dance. <laughs> and a lot of people ask, because I've told this story a lot. Didn't they smell? Yes. <laughs> I stunk the entire night. <laughs> Most people would go home, but not me, baby. The, the show must go on. I'm sorry. I just remember you just like grinding on your date. Yep. <laughs> and he smelled himself. He thought it was him. And guess what? I didn't even stay at my own house that night. Oh my God. I you never wore went home. Overnight? I did not wear them overnight. Okay. I did take them off and I just like didn't have anything with my sweatpants. Okay. But. Um, I never told anyone. I did throw them away at her house. I good. figured her parents <laughs> wouldn't have the means to do the forensics. <laughs> Is that our high school kid? Yes. <laughs> and, and that was the first night that I saw two girls wake up. <laughs> Are you lying? I swear to God. I swear to God. <laughs> and you were probably like, wow, this is so gross. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I didn't actually watch it because the guy I was with didn't want me to watch it. So he covered my eyes, but he watched it. I was like, what a gentleman. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah. Are we shocked that he abused me for four years after that? (laughs) No, that's fine. Okay. Anyway, 
Oh my god, I'm oh. crying. Well, I hope you guys got what you wanted there. <laughs> so there's that. It was so worth it. Um, It feels hard going into this question after that, but hey ladies, you seem to handle things with so much grace and humor. Oh, do we? <laughs> do we? <laughs> just flashing back to me, just, you know, revealing... The first time I shit myself in high school and also <laughs> every time since. <laughs> and also my inflated flaky vagina oh, yeah. allergic reaction. Oh, yeah. um, and that you sweat under your tits and you have a mark. <laughs> I'm so gross. <laughs> I have athlete's boob. I shit my pants. I got, I got allergies in my vagina. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, you seem to handle things with so much grace and humor. <laughs> what do you carry the most shame about? Oh, do you want to go first? Shame. I don't know how I feel about the word shame. Yeah. Um. Although I do have a lot of things that I'm shameful about. I think I try not to be because well, shame for me is different. Like, do I have the butt clenching feeling whenever I realize that like one time um I wrote this kid's name over and over again, Mrs. Sierra, what's his <laughs> last name? And then my binder fell and he picked it up and saw that I wrote that. And do I think about that still to this day, even though it happened 20 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> is that considered shame? Maybe. <laughs> See, that's not how I think of shame. I think of shame as like, something you regret like oh well see but i try not to have regrets anymore because yeah. i feel like everything is i'll tell you what mine is when you showed me this one what came to mind off the bat obviously was the last when i was in that relationship um that was super abusive but the yeah. amount of lies and the amount of like deceiving people that i did during that to feel comfortable staying in it yeah I think is my biggest, I don't want to say shame or regret because both of those things I'm glad happened because I feel yeah. like it made me who I am and like I learned a lot from it. But when I look back, that's one thing that I'm like, Ugh. and there are still people from that time that I can't look at or talk to because I feel horrible for the things I said or did it that in some way, I don't know, enabled me to stay where I was yeah. being abused. So yeah. That was uh, that was one of the places my head went. My head went two different ways when I read it. Um, one of them was, you know, when I think about how long I stayed in a toxic relationship mm -hmm. despite, you know, the relationships I risked with my family and close friends yeah. and, um, you know, all of the stuff that I See, allowed yeah. to happen to and around me that I would never allow otherwise. Yeah. Like, that I could feel shameful about, but I don't. And also, I think you and I both know the psychology enough behind it to realize right. that we were like not ourselves right. in those moments. Right. And we were being manipulated, gaslit. Exactly. Vic we were victims of yes. what was happening. So that's I'm why for me, it's not that I was in the situation and didn't leave because I know exactly why I didn't leave. Yeah. But I don't like what I did to other people. That hurts me still because I'm embarrassed that i lied and hurt people and whatever for my own gain which was to stay in a thing that i shouldn't have stayed in to me to me though like 
If I were to fall into the category of someone that you felt that you had wronged, I you would do. not, <laughs> I would not want, I didn't want to assume it by thought. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want you to feel ashamed of that because yeah. you were a victim. Yeah. And so you should not feel shame for something that you were a victim of. Yeah. That, that was a product of, you know, your pain and your hurt. Yeah. And yes, I know there is a level of, I guess you could say responsibility, but I don't think it is. I I wouldn't put that responsibility on you yeah. because, again, I, I clearly saw that you were a victim. And that's why I try not to feel shame about that time with myself either. Right. Because I recognize you could see it for me. So why can't you see it that it was the exact same for you? Right. Right. Also, I don't know this person if there was a reason behind it but I think for anybody it's important when you look back at whatever it was that is causing you that emotion of shame yeah you have to look at the circumstances around it why were you making this decisions you were making because a lot of times it's not malicious I didn't have malicious intent I know that I was doing it because it was a protection thing it was and it was for me kind of a survival instinct right i knew that i couldn't get away from him and so i had to be on his good side constantly and if that meant being bad to these people who right. were good to me then right. that's what i had to do because i was surviving yeah. again i don't know this person's but that's right. just my own i will say i did come up with one that i can take accountability for Ooh, what was it? um i think if I have to pick something, which they're not like, go to your head, pick something you're shameful of, um, is being a bully. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize how harmful and toxic I was um, in adolescence. And like, yes, I can claim, you know, that I was bullied and, and try and come up with some way to justify right. it. But But when I think about the things that I have said to people that I don't know that I, I kind of said this to Shane, I don't know that I planted these insecurities in people, but I certainly watered them right? Um, and fertilized them. Mm-hmm. And knowing that my words to certain people, my interactions with certain people changed the course of how they viewed themselves in a negative way, I am ashamed of that. I'm ashamed that I at any point in time played into negativity and hurt and um, thought that that was a form of humor. Ooh, I have something to piggyback on when you're done. Keep going. I was just going to say, like, I know that I was awful to certain people and in the moment I felt I was justified Mm -hmm. and now taking a step back, I know that I'm not. I don't know if I've talked about my B tattoo. I think we did on the episode that we didn't air. Yeah. Um, but I, I have a, maybe I already did tell the story, but I have a B tattoo, um, because people look at bees and they think, you know, they sting, they hurt, they're painful, they're bad. But, you know, they say without bees, like the world and not that the world's going to end without me, (laughs) but yeah, bees do a lot of good. Like there's so much beauty Yes. And there's so many wonderful things that bees do that, that, but that's not the first thing people think of. Yeah. And they think of the pain. Yep. And I recognize that the first thing that people thought of with me for a very long time was the pain. Yeah. And 
when I wanted to change and be a better person and stop being a source of pain for people. Um, it was hard if people didn't recognize that about me. It yeah. was hard to continue trying to make changes and being a more positive person and be different than I was before if people weren't accepting of it, but people don't have to be accepting of it. Um, so my B tattoo is just a reminder to continue, um, doing beautiful things, even if no one notices it, even if people only notice you for the pain you've caused, that shouldn't stop you from continuing to try to be a better person. So I guess the reason I don't want to say, um, that I'm shameful about anything is because I use all of my past experiences as learning yeah, experiences absolutely. and turning points. So um, if I had to go through something shameful to get to where I am now, I'm sorry to the people who I hurt along the way, but I'm I'm learning a lesson all the time and trying to be better. Yeah. Okay. So as you were talking and saying those words, it gave me a revelation as to the vajangle question (laughs) why why i know as much about those things i'm on a lot of feminist pages and i talk to a lot of people about you know feminism and one of the things like that that is a big part of internalized misogyny or just like toxic masculinity in general is shaming women for normal things yeah but the reason why I'm so passionate about it is because I was one of those women when I was with a man who constantly cheated on me. I thought I I was a total pick me girl. Yeah. I had to degrade every other female. Even saying female makes me feel disgusting because yeah. that's such a like ugh, females like. Ugh. Yep. But I degraded every other woman that I came in contact with because I thought if I didn't manipulate in his mind that they were gross and disgusting and whatever, I would make fun of. I didn't lower them. Yeah, I had to. So I would make fun of everything about them, even though I knew like inside of me, like they can't help that about themselves. What's wrong with me? Why am I doing that? So that's why I'm so passionate about things like that now, because I still see women doing it. And inside, I know why they're doing it. Right. Because a man or somebody has taught them to do that to win their affection, which is not the way to do it. But that's another thing that I feel horrible about because it's not even about what I did to my friends and family. It's what I did to these other women just for his attention to try to win him over when it's like, I'm sorry, you shouldn't be cheating on me in the first place. It's not my job to tell you not to cheat on me because so-and-so has whatever. Yeah. So that was a big super sorry. But I've told most of those women that I've attacked and all those things. I have straight up gone to them and apologized. And I'm always now I'm on the side of like, hey, ladies or gentlemen, if you find out that your partner is cheating on you, go to them first because it's they're the one in the relationship. They're the one leaving the relationship. No one can do anything that they don't want to do. Yes. No one can steal your person. Exactly. If they don't want to be stolen. That's exactly (laughs) it. Exactly. Um, So I don't know what the reason behind the question was um but i guess my advice around shame in general is like don't let shame stop you from growth yeah absolutely and don't let it be a source of punishment right forever like you and maybe i'm just saying this because i want it to be true for me but i don't think you you need to live in a place of like 
you're damned by your mistake forever. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that's the Christian in me. No, but it's <laughs> but it, for everybody. Yeah. I would, if we all were the one mistake, especially when we make when we're young, I know it happens right. so much. And when we don't have a lot of life experience and can't see what we're doing as being harmful or whatever. Right. And it's easy also when you get into one, like for me, it was one bad decision that then snowballed into every other bad decision I made. And yeah. it's hard to break free from that because that takes a lot of humility and saying I was wrong. I'm sorry, which is hard. Yeah. It's super hard to do. But I think, you know, if you can get to that point, that's important. And just know that, you know, you grew from it and you learned something from it and try your hardest not to ever do anything like that. Right. Oh, here I got a deep one. I lied. Hey, ladies. <laughs> Jerry, how do you and Shane keep up such a healthy and loving marriage with children? Stop it. <laughs> Honestly, I read that question to Shane and he high-fived me. <laughs> um, and we That's talked so about it on our walk because um, I asked him. I was like, what do you, what do you think about this question? Um, and he said... I know it sounds cliche, but communication. Yeah. And we we put that in in the beginning. Like the one of the very first conversations we ever had was, hey, we're going to have a fight. Yeah. What is it going to look like when we do? Not only do, what does it look like when we do when we're dating, what does it look like when we, when we have a family someday? Yes. So a lot of things we have just been um, very proactive about. And we've always been very transparent about things. Um, when I say that we're a team, I mean we're a team. When I say we look at things as you, he and I against the problem, yeah, not the us versus each other, I mean that. And when I say I don't keep score, I don't keep score. Right. So, and he doesn't either. Uh, we've talked about... Um, this idea of space and I think this idea of space actually happens in all relationships I don't think it is just um you know only in romantic relationships or marriages or whatever um when there is a disagreement or there's a confrontation or there's a misunderstanding space is created Mm -hmm. and when you don't talk to the other person you can fill that space with whatever you want. Wow, yeah. And when you fill that space with whatever you want, it's normally not good. It's going to be negative, yeah. So now the longer you go, the more space is created, the more anger, the more resentment, the more self-doubt, the more negativity fills that space. And a problem like that will probably arise again because it hasn't been. Exactly. So Shane and I always close that space yeah um we immediately come to each other and say hey this was the situation this is how i interpreted it is this how you meant it always coming at it from a perspective of like i know who you are i know your heart i know you love me i know your intent is never to hurt me this situation made me feel some type of way giving them the opportunity giving him he gives me the opportunity to clear that air fill that space with the truth yeah accept it as the truth not questioning it and then moving on from it like i don't know we just 
I don't know. I it. <laughs> oh, Shane wanted me to say this too. He says um, that he never thought about it, but communication looks different for everyone. Mm-hmm. So our version of communication of being people who over talk everything. Yeah. <laughs> over explain things. Um, we're the people who say, I understand your feelings. Um, I hear what you're saying. You're validated. I didn't realize like those are, that's just a normal way for us to communicate, but that's not how everyone communicates. Yeah. So figuring out how your person communicates is going to help you in those moments of frustration and recognizing again that you're both human and you're going to make mistakes. And if you are ultimately, I want to make his life easy. Yeah. I want to do anything and everything I can to make sure his, he's taken care of. And it's not because I don't prioritize myself, but it's because I trust that he feels the same way about me. Yep. So, I know that's not everyone's relationship. I know that's not how everyone works, but that's just how we've always been. And honestly, it makes things so easy. Yeah. (laughs) Always thinking the best of each other um, and assuming the best in our actions, in our interactions, in our words. Because sometimes we misstep and we say things incorrectly. Mm -hmm. And if you have a choice in that moment to... Yeah explain or say hey is this what you meant by it because this is how i took it right and maybe you didn't or sometimes i don't even go there i don't even ask him i just know because i know him yeah if there are two ways to take this sentence he meant the good one yep he did not mean the bad one if i'm that's important for people though in beginning relationships because i know sometimes it's like uh what the fuck now now that can get dangerous if the person is actually toxic, yeah, and you're constantly rerouting all of their words, thoughts, and actions to As be positive, good. yeah. So we're but, not saying this. She yeah, knows. Don't Shane. make excuses. Yeah, she's known him for ten years. So. Yeah, Shane will misstep and say things, or like you know what I did it the other day. Ollie, sorry, this is such a long rambly one, but <laughs> um, Shane got Ollie dressed, and I think it's adorable when Shane gets Ollie dressed because he doesn't think (laughs) too hard. He doesn't think like me about outfits. Yeah. So in my mind, there's like levels of coordination to outfits. Yeah. I've progressed since matching my polka dot underwear to my polka dot homecoming (laughs) dress. But Shane is just like blue, blue, put them together. Don't (laughs) care if they're the same blue. Don't care if this one has stripes and this is plaid. Don't give a shit. Put it on him. This looks comfortable. Yeah. (laughs) And to me, that's such a dad thing. Yes. To just like, or such a guy thing in general. Yep. And so Ollie comes out (laughs) wearing this striped shirt with like one tone of blue and these plaid pants (laughs) with a different tone of blue. And I just laughed because in my head, Shane did such like a cute dad Dad thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Ollie doesn't care. No. He's just like, I got freaking clothes on. I'm going <laughs> to poop in this outfit anyway. Yep. And I'm like, me probably too. <laughs> and, but Shane thought it was like an insecurity of Shane that like he doesn't do things right. Yeah. And so me laughing, he thought like I was disapproving of something his, di- like, right. Uh, criticizing his parenting. And so in that moment, he, 
could have thought I'm making fun of him. Yeah. I think he's a bad dad, which are all, you know, insecurities that he doesn't want to be true about himself. Yep. And in those moments where you're feeling those things, check yourself. Are those in your insecurities yep. that you're projecting on a situation or, you know, is that, you know, a valid feeling? Right. And so Shane, we were going on a walk and he was like, so why, why did you laugh? <laughs> <laughs> and he gave me the opportunity to fill the space yes. with the truth and tell him, because you did such a cute dad thing. Like yeah. that's just, it's adorable to see you be a dad, like yes. just a cliche dad. Yeah. And it's so fun to see you like that. And it solved it like just saved an yeah. argument or it didn't feed into an insecurity. I was going to say, cause that insecurity is going to grow and grow. And then the next yes. time something like that happens, he's going to take what happened that last time and push those feelings forward into right. something. That's something that I have to work on, but I have yeah. little things that I don't talk about because I was in an abusive relationship for so long that I've learned to just whoop, that was, again, yeah. a survival instinct. I shut my mouth. I didn't pick battles where they didn't need to be picked. And most of the time, what I thought was the negative thing was the real thing. <laughs> so, but because of that, now I don't communicate as well. I'm trying. We're doing a lot better than we did yeah. in the beginning. But communication is hard for me because I don't want it to be the bad thing. But also, right. I don't want to start an argument. So... I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah. I think because the longer that little things that he would do that would get under my skin, then they would finally blow up over leaving the socks in the room. <laughs> or yes. like we talked about sleeping on the couch, which was something yes. that w was my insecurity, but it was from a past relationship and I was bringing that into mind. But at the same time, he didn't know that I had that because yeah. I had never talked about that. So yeah. he's like, I'm just sleeping on the couch. What is the big deal? Like but I that was just you were there was space and uh -huh. you were filling it with all of this stuff until yep. all of a sudden it came to a point where it was and blowing was like, up and you're like there's this and this and this I'm like you don't sleep with me because you don't love me <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's, he's like, like I just fall asleep sometimes on the couch when I'm watching we're on totally opposite sleep schedules yeah. like it happens yeah anyways um okay we have two more okay and these are more like outside world opinion things okay so. I'm not going to read them. I'm going to kind of like summarize them. Okay. So, hey, ladies. <laughs> it's weird because before when I was doing it, I was looking at my phone and reading it. Now I'm just like staring at staring me. into your eyes. <laughs> um, so the this situation, this is the Massachusetts situation. Okay. So there's this farm. I'm not going to say the name of any of it, but it's like a petting zoo type farm, I believe. Again, I haven't read the whole article i swear this is a real thing guys <laughs> um they came under fire because it has like a 12 year age limit mm. like it's tw a 12 and under kind of petting zoo farm exploration yeah area and um this mom had called ahead because she has a child with special needs who is over that age are they allowed to have the parents with them <laughs> When they're under 12, it's like you can't go in unless you have a child under 12? Yes. Got it. Okay. Yes. I believe. So like there's just a bunch of kids in there running around <laughs> No. It's not. Yeah. It's like Chuck E. Cheese, I think. Okay. Okay. Um, it's not like Chuck E. Cheese. Wait. Can you not go into Chuck E. Cheese until, unless you have a kid with you? You you can't. That's why I said oh, it's okay. not like Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> but um, <laughs> anyway, so 
she called ahead and said, hi, you know, I have a child who has disabilities and we would like to come to this petting zoo, this farm. Um, is that okay? She had gotten approval from whoever was on the phone and she went there and again, the her child was over that age limit. Yeah. I want to say this person was in their 20s. Yeah. Um, I think when you first told me about it, that's what you said. But. Yeah. So they went and they were denied entry mm-hmm. because they were over 12. Mm-hmm. And she was like, but I called ahead and you said this was okay. We come every year. This is something that's really important to him. Um, and they denied entry and so they obviously got frustrated and shared their story and now this place was under fire and this person was saying that they could understand both sides and they wanted to know what we thought about it i see i can't understand both sides so i don't i would love to know the argument for the farm's decision because i don't understand it I think they're just saying this was an age restriction and it applies to everyone. But why even have an age restriction? That's weird to me. But we have height and age restrictions at the, at park. the park. Yeah. So I thought it was more for the height because of like... No, it was a weight restriction. Oh, that is wrong. <laughs> but I thought well, that no, was more because for the, our, ride. the rides at the park couldn't physically take but people... what's the reason for the age thing? I, See, just don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But my thought was, you know, if I'm the park owner mm-hmm. and I'm like dying on this hill that there needs to be some kind of aid, I want this to be, um, maybe it's a, a learning again. I, if I had more information, maybe that would <laughs> change right. your mind. But, um, if they're saying, you know, for educational purposes or like whatever they have prepared for the tours, right. like it is geared for children. That's what this is for. And and maybe they have like teenagers that would come in. And yes, I understand that. Because, yes. again, we've had that at the park where people over the age are yes. coming in and thinking and that it's funny to like be disrespectful to yes. the equipment or whatever. Right. Without supervision. Right. So I get that. So if... This if this farm, the owner of this farm, is wanting to say only children mm-hmm. under the age of twelve. I get why it would be confusing, because if you say oh under the age of twelve or disability, someone with disabilities, yeah. then it's like what disabilities. Yes. Can I go if I'm a 40-year-old in a wheelchair? You know? Yes. There's so, yeah. There's a gray area. And then when you start to, like, limit, oh, these specific disabilities can be included. But these ones can't. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's tough. See, it's tricky. Yeah. So, I guess I don't know the best situation. No, I couldn't tell you. I understand creating a, a boundary, and I'm sure there's legalities for it, but... One, the mom called ahead. Right. So that to me is a problem. You can't right say... Right there you have employees that are not on the same page. Right. 
In my mind, though, and probably not the employee's fault because I'm sure that th- whoever well, she said turned, she'd been going, yeah, but whoever turned them away ha- was either new or like not on the same page as right. like certain people can come if they call ahead or whatever. Right. She was probably told like at no point ever do we let anybody that doesn't have a kid in in. Right. So she's just doing her job. She he I don't know. I'm just right. assuming. Right. Um. Again, I kept thinking of the park and I was like, how many times did mm-hmm. I get flipped off by adult adults? Because that couldn't I couldn't ride because we're like, I'm sorry, you will break this, sir. What or do you want? because they would bring their children who were not Way tall enough. too small. Yeah. And they're like, well, what if I ride with them? That doesn't stop the... <laughs> her neck from snapping because she's yeah, riding her, this roller coaster. The brace that's supposed to... The belt that's actually a metal bar from slamming into her, her face. face. Yeah. So... Anyway, be mad at me, man, with no shirt and a <laughs> mullet. But um, anyway, that's why I don't want to say anything against the employees because they're they're just following the rules. Right. But if I'm the owner, I feel like maybe a solution and I don't know that this would please anyone, but would be maybe once a month, twice a month. I don't know. Have a day. Yeah. Have a day. Have a weekend. Yes. Where you invite. Yes these communities to come in and say, you know what, we're going to have special. Right. um, Because if I'm someone with autism, I don't want to be overstimulated. Right. With a lot of things. Um, There's different, I've heard of different parks having situations where like this, from this time to this time will be open with minimal, minimal stimulus or stimuli going on. That's really nice. To, yeah, to, be supportive and understanding of this specific community. Mm -hmm. And so like that to me would be like, a I hear you. I see that this is an important thing for your child. And I'm sure your adult child. um, And I'm sure that this would be important for other adults who don't fall into our, you know, specific clientele, um, but can still benefit from being here. So creating, you know, an opportunity. Yeah. Meeting them somewhere. Yes. So I don't know how that turned out, but that's my thought on it. I like it. I agree with you. So Massachusetts, do you hear me? We have the answers. God (laughs) bless it. Hey, ladies, that's your answers. And last one that was just submitted is, hey, ladies, what do you think about the Wayfair scandal that's going on? The conspiracy theory. I have so many thoughts on this that are going to make people upset. Okay. So here's what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Because it seems to be... If Backstory. Wayfair is, has recently come under fire. They think... Uh, people are thinking it is a... Human trafficking. That yes. they're, they're taking missing girls and putting them in these large metal cabinets. And then these metal cabinets are being sold under names. Like, they also think they're using... Um, pillowcases not putting the people in the pillowcases right, but, but using like using that as like if people buy them but can you imagine then if you are just a rich person and you really like that pillow and like somebody was like who would spend that much money on a pillowcase because pillow. some of these things are like nine thousand ten thousand whatever yeah i think that people forget that tiffany's sold a paper clip for over a thousand dollars like yeah. rich people just buy shit that they don't <laughs> need it happens yeah. i don't know why but people probably spend... not from waiver but maybe no but you never know right so here's my my whole thing that i'm gonna say because now i've seen people that are like 
if you don't fully commit to this conspiracy theory, and that's what I'm going to say it is because that's what it is. You do not have all the facts. It has not been proven fully. If you don't, like, whatever. I've seen a meme that was like, just to let you guys know, human trafficking is not a conspiracy theory. And, like, no fucking shit. (laughs) Obviously. But that doesn't mean... I just think that people are too quick to believe things without fully seeing this. So right now, it took me five minutes of digging to realize that Samaya, one -hmm. of the girls who they put her face and her name and her missing information all on the internet, and she is alive and well, and she put up a statement on Facebook, I mean, a big Facebook Live. It was like 45 minutes, and she's pissed. Yeah. And then I saw underneath her people leaving comments like, getting angry with her for saying it's not real and being like yeah. sorry that we cared about you which first of all no you fucking didn't because <laughs> if you cared about her at all you would have taken five minutes to look into her case or you'd and be like that thank she was god f- yeah it well here it you are on this live to realize that she was alive yeah there is another girl that they had her name on there i think it was like anaya or something like that mm-hmm. and she was a four-year-old girl they put her picture up and everything now it, this has since been taken down but she was found dead four years <gasps> ago. Her family buried her. And now you're putting her name in her face and tying her with this conspiracy theory. All I'm saying is you need to watch what you're doing with these because I get that it's shock value. It's yeah. easy to grasp a hold to. But these are real people. You're I didn't putting know their, any of that. Yeah. You're putting that's why you were like, I was like, I have so much to say on it. And you're like, don't tell me yeah. until we get on there. But like you're putting these girls' names, faces. Sometimes their addresses because it's the missing people things. Yeah. And you're putting these online and nobody is digging into it any further. That's the other thing that makes me so upset is people are watching a video or looking at this Facebook post right. and completely blindly believing it without questioning anything. Yeah. I'm reading a book right now. It's called Chaos. And it is about it kind of it's a it's a conspiracy theory, but it's about Manson and yeah. MK Ultra with the CIA and how it all ties to like deflecting the Black Panthers movement in right. LA. I mean, it's huge. It goes into even the Kennedy assassination at right. certain points. This guy spent 20 years going into this specific theory, 20 years of research. He, he himself um, interviewed over 100 people. He wrote a huge book. He sourced everything. There is yeah. like 100 pages of just the sourcing in the back, okay? He still fully says, this is a theory. This is not fact. Right. So that's, I'm getting so frustrated when I see things that people are like, well, duh, this is real, that are against people. All I'm saying is just wait until you have the full story or that a full investigation is done before completely decimating people, their character, their business. One- you're being distracted from actual things yes, that need your attention. That are happening, that are really happening. Yes. Two, if, if this is real, all you've done by blowing the cover that yeah. you think you've blown is now rerouted all of these girls. If you think That's they're going to ex- bust into Wayfair and you. find all of these people, they're not soaring them at the Wayfair 
how warehouses that's a lot that of was W's. the other thing i was thinking i was like so you just blasted this and made it huge without letting like the fbi or anybody know <laughs> right or whatever you thought was or if going- you didn't think the fbi was already on Thank to you. it yeah you didn't just discover it so now what do you think is going to be done since you just blasted it all over facebook what right. do you think they did with those girls probably killed them if right. it's for real so why what are we doing here right all i'm saying is i don't know the solution but i think I think yeah, what's posting happening, it on Facebook is not going to solve human. We recognize human trafficking is real. It, it absolutely is that it, it is horrifying. Um, and what's happening with Wayfair may may very well be that something sketchy. But number one, Wayfair would not be stupid enough to put their actual names as that. Do you really? You, they wouldn't change their name. Come on. Yeah. And I just don't. I you can't fully say. Look, that name's Samaya. This girl went missing. That's who's in that box. You yeah. just can't say that because she's telling you that she's not. And now look at what you've done to her. Some of these people have traumatic stress. If they were missing, there's a reason why. The family of the girl who is dead has now had to see her picture being posted and tied to this. I mean, like, it's just you yeah. have to be careful when you're doing this. And I if you're passionate about these things, good. Awesome. Um, we actually have something for you to be passionate about. Brianna Taylor's uh, murders are still out. So Elijah McClain's murders are still on the loop. Like, you want to hop on a bandwagon. We've got we've two got one actual bandwagons. We've got multiple bandwagons for you to hop on and get passionate about. So, And again, I'm not saying I definitely think that something's going on in the government. I think there's something going on in Hollywood. I do not think that they're eating children. Please stop posting. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But all I'm saying is what what are, what are you doing about it by yeah. just sharing that stuff or making it so huge and then calling people who are asking questions sheep or blind i've been called blind so many times or a sheep and i'm yeah. like i'm sorry that i'm the only one asking you didn't even know that samaya was still alive she is posting a facebook live and you're still sharing her picture but i'm the sheep that blindly follows everything yeah. i just ugh it's so frustrating because i just wish people took 2 seconds to or just just don't take everything that you hear for face value and be like, that's yeah. 100% what that is. All right, yeah. goodbye. Look into it is all we're saying. And also there are hackers and people that can Photoshop things. Like yeah, if Photoshopping can... is not hard. No. I used to do it <laughs> not hard all, all the time. I got Shane out of so many assignments. Um, mm-hmm. I was a doctor for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe that's illegal. Whoopsies. I allegedly did that. Yeah, it <laughs> was not real. A, that wasn't a real thing I did. Okay, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> sorry everybody that I made mad. All I'm saying is just you know, yeah, be careful with what you're yeah. sharing and what you're doing. Just do your googles. Yeah, just literally, literally five minutes. <laughs> Okay, guys. Thanks for sending in all your questions. Um, sorry that we rambled and probably didn't answer any of them, but it was fun to just like chit chat about stuff that you wanted to know and hopefully something was fun to listen to okay (laughs) all right we'll see you next week we're out goodbye
Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.